LiftNet Studios World Headquarters in Spring, Texas. It's Barry on Deck. Hosted by former ESPN Houston radio host and stand-up comedian, Barry Laminat. Starring Oliver the Cat. Written by Barry Laminat. Produced by Barry Laminat. Directed by, you guessed it, Barry Laminat. Featuring sports, entertainment, special guests, film sessions, and some drinking. Okay, a lot of drinking. Viewer discretion is advised. And now, here's your host, Barry Laminak. Hey. Yeah, what's up? Welcome to Barry on Deck. I am your host, Barry Laminak. Thank you, guys. Always tech problems. There's always tech problems uh, after a tray on deck on Barry on deck on the patio. It's just it's a it's a given. It's gonna happen. First, the camera wouldn't work. I had to tear the camera thing down and rebuild it. And uh, yeah, and then and now, of course, we had a muted mic, which is weird because I checked the mic, but then I forgot. I had closed everything out and reopened it. It's just a mess. But we're here. We made it. We did it. Uh, Mucho apologize for, excuse me, the very late start. Uh, It's just one of those weeks where your boys just got way too much going on. And I would try to launch a new venture at the same time. Like, of course. I had all the time in the world. Uh, to get this shit done, and then now I'm now I'm pressing for it. So I don't know. Eh, I'm a glutton for punishment, I guess. But welcome to the show. Welcome to the program. Hello. Um, happy uh, opening day in Major League Baseball for a lot of you. Uh, it's a uh, it's a big deal for us baseball fans. We love this. We love it. I love it. It's a good time, man. Um. As a baseball fan and fanatic and um, um, as a jock supporter. No, that's not. Uh, yeah, no, it's, uh, it's a good time. And we've already got games going on, by the way. Uh, Astros don't play until this evening. So it might be a sit on the back porch and watch the Astros uh, and smoke a cigar and drink some whiskey kind of night. While I work, obviously. Uh, but we already do have some games going on. Brewers and Cubs. Uh, in the top of the eighth, four nothing Cubs. Phillies Rangers bottom of the first. Uh, Braves beat the Natties seven two. Tigers and Rays duking it out one nothing in the sixth. And then Orioles and Red Sox. Orioles up eight four. Top of the seventh. Um, we'll have some headlines for baseball, basketball, football, and beyond. Uh, I've got a guest today, my buddy Joel Blanken, to join me in the four o'clock hour as he does during the NBA season now every Thursday to talk some NBA and uh, we'll, we'll kind of wrapping up the season here. In fact, it ends in about nine days, 10 days. I think April 9th is the last day. If I'm not mistaken, I believe it's April nine. Uh, so we're down the home stretch. LeBron's back. We can discuss that. Uh, and you know, we'll figure out what else he, he has on the agenda that he thinks is, uh, is worth discussing. Yeah, so April 9th is the last day. That's the... Yeah, Sunday, April 9th is the last day. And um, 
So we're going to get into all that. I've got, well, you know, we'll talk a little baseball. We had a pretty decent uh, MLB primer with Dez, Apollo Dez from Apollo Media here on Tuesday. Uh, no sports yesterday. So we're back at it. Normal show, normal, uh, normal course of conversation here. Uh, nothing new on my end. Um, yeah, I got, I got nothing. Uh, I got nothing like, you know, super exciting to report. I'm just, uh, going through the motions, trying to get shit done. So here we are. Uh, let's start with the chat. Like we always do. Um, we always start the show with the chat and I, I screwed up and I don't have all the windows. So I'm going to go to my other window over here and let's do this. Terrence was in early at 2:40, and he's like, Hey, are we having a show? And I was like, yeah, my bad. So Terrence also, buddy, thanks for getting in early. And thank you for the 10 biddies. <laughs> and again, I do want to apologize to everybody that kind of maybe felt ignored or slighted or whatever yesterday. It's not, the easiest thing in the world to do that show with Trey on the patio and try to keep up with the chat. Now, one thing I did was I put my phone on the chair towards the end and I was able to kind of read chat while we talked. That was a lot easier. So I think I'm going to start doing that going forward where I can look at Trey and have the chat and then it'll be a much more interactive show, which will be a lot more fun. So, uh, yeah, but I, I, again, I apologize to everybody if you felt slighted or ignored yesterday. It's just difficult. And I really sucks because I didn't even know we got raided until later. Uh, I had no idea that Bash... Uh, raided with a party of 27. That was fucking awesome. And I had no idea about it and I felt terrible. So uh, I don't even have like the cues in my headphones or none of that shit. So my bad, I, I will bash an apology and I hope he'll come back. So I'll do that. Uh, what, did I get complaints? Dick Willie is asking. No, 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 no. Nobody said a word. I think everybody enjoyed the show. It was a lot of fun. Um, but I, I, you know, I just, I love interacting with you guys. I love including you guys in this. I, um, I think this is, this show works because of y'all and me, right? Like it's a, I like it. It's a nice little marriage of the two. So I think the sh the chat is super important to what this show is and how it goes. So, um, I just always feel bad when you guys are not included directly. So that's, it was all on me. Um, had nothing to do. Nobody complained or said anything. So no, uh, I don't want to, I don't want to put that vibe out there. Um, all right, but let's do the chat and then we'll, uh, we'll keep rolling. So Terrence was in early Tim, Mr. Cartwright. Thank you, buddy. I appreciate you. I know Alan and Christopher Reyes were in early Alan Denson, Christopher Reyes. Thank you guys for coming in early. Um, let's see who else. Uh, there's Alan. There's heartthrob. What's up? Take two and action. Yeah, boy, it's, it's a night. That's a nightmare. Uh, Nightbot, it's opening day. Go somewhere else, said heartthrob. That's outstanding. I love when you guys argue with Nightbot when I'm not here. Uh, what's up to Mr. Reyes and Alan Denson? Oh, my sweet, sweet Donna made it. Hello, Donna. Alex Villanueva's in the building. Who else? Uh, Mark G, what's up, pimp? I hope you got your tire fixed. That sucks. That always sucks. Um, who else? Terrence J. What's up, homie? Good to see you. Pussy. What's up, truck driver? Pussy. Thank you for being here, man. Uh, welcome to the show. Let's see who else. The real J monkey. What's up, Jamal? Uh, AKA Justin, AKA the real J monkey, AKA, AKA. Wouldn't it be great if your AKA was AKA and people were like, AKA, 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 AKA. I don't know. All right. Um, Jeff Bell. What's up, homie? Good to see you. That was so weird. <laughs> Crystal. Hello. 
Yeah, you were first. You know what? Fuck it. You were first. I don't give a shit. You were first. Jared Taylor in the building. What's up, Jared? Uh, thank you for being here, homie. Uh, go Astros indeed. John Dory, what's up to you, famo? Who else? I'm seeing Donna. I'm seeing it. Like, and Pookie did call it. He, he did put the muted mic thing in there. And that makes me kind of mad. Uh, and he goes, called it. <laughs> Uh, hate your guts, Pookie. Hate them, hate them, hate them. Uh, let's see who else. Rudy Rob, what's up, Stan? Now, now we're over here on this page. Sanitize, wash hands, social distance. Back the fuck up, everybody. Uh, Tony said, I like baseball. Good. I like baseball, too. I like it a lot. I like chocolate. Um, Nasty Nate said, have you seen my baseball? I don't even know what that is. What kind of whiskey are you drinking tonight? That's a good question. Uh, Justin, I don't, I'm not a hundred percent sure yesterday. I did four roses and diet Coke and I've never really done, uh, four roses and diet Coke. Usually I blend Canadian whiskeys, <coughs> excuse me, not a COVID cough. I hope, um, usually I blend Canadian whiskeys. I just like the sweetness that it brings out uh, the, the diet Coke brings out in it. Um, but I did four roses and it was all right. You know what? It, it'll probably be, I'll make an old fashioned and it'll be using that four roses. Um, haven't used rye is, can you use rye whiskey in an old fashioned? Is that, or is it too? Ah. Cause I've got a couple of bottles of rye, including my own, uh, prideful goat berry on deck rye. <laughs> Oops. Let me get that. I dropped it. But I was like, eh, man, maybe I'll, uh, I'll, I'll either do, sometimes I'll just do rye whiskey straight and just neat and, and sip it that way. But, um, I don't know. Most of the time I'll do some sort of mixer with it. Cause I'm a, I'm a hoe like that. So, uh, I'm open to recommendations. If you got one, what did Dick really say? Three hours, 36 minutes. No idea what that means. The Grom no hitter through a half an inning. Nice. <laughs> uh, what's up total Dallas? Good to see you, buddy. Nest Nate in the building. And who else? Uh, Total Dallas. I got Dick Willie. What's up? No sports yesterday. The Rockets blew it. Of course they did. Who needs Thursday night TNT NBA when you get Thursdays with blankers? That's what's up. Can Joe bring Jim Adler? KB, I wish, bro. I'm sure he would do it. You know what? I had this idea, KB Holmes. I had this idea where I need to cut a video uh, or some sort of promotion for the roast of Houston sports at the Houston Improv on Wednesday, April 5th, 2023. Cheap plug. Hello. Doors at six show at seven 30, bro. You'll be out of there by nine. Y'all will be home and in bed before 10. Don't use the fact that it's on a Wednesday as an excuse. Come out, have a good time. Uh, help your boy. Cause, cause the thing is this, I get it. It's a tough time right now. I've got, I had two other things I'm asking you to go to. One of them, it doesn't cost you the watch party. You just come and hang out. I mean, it, it costs you to drink and eat or whatever, but you ain't got to do that. Uh, but, um, it, and I know I'm asking a lot, but I'm literally, I, I'm literally Linda, Linda, listen, Linda, literally, literally Linda, listen, I'm trying to have a good showing on this first one. Because then they'll invite me back to do more of these, and that's the goal. Now, it may not be the roast of Houston sports each time, but I'm trying to do, like, sports-themed comedy shows at the Houston Improv as much as I can. So if we could get, uh, you know, 100, 150, my goal was 200 people. I mean, I need to put it out in the universe in a positive manner. You know what? Fuck it. I'm going to do it. We're going to be positive, chat. We're going to be positive. That's right. We're going to get 200 people through the door 
at the Houston Improv on Wednesday, April 5th. It's done. I don't have to worry about it. I don't even need to make videos because the universe is going to take care of it. That's how this works. That's what you do. You got to like just psych yourself. You're like, I don't even need to. I'm not even going to spend any more money on Facebook ads. Uh, I'm not going to cut videos. I'm not even going to tell people about it anymore. I'm just going to, you know what? It don't even fucking matter. Get out of here. I don't need that. I don't need it because 200 people are just going to be there. You know why? Because I'm leaving this up to the universe and the universe is like, bless on homie. I got you. Like, so yeah, we just stay blessed up. Um, but I honestly, uh, KB Holmes, I had the idea of cutting a video and, uh, he wouldn't have been on it. But I was going to have the hammer uh, be the voice for the video. Be like, are you tired of Houston sports? And you want to hammer them because they hammer you at the ticket. Like, I wanted him to do that. And then just at the end, be like, celebrity voice impersonated. Uh, so that still might happen. I still might do that. Just I think it'll be fun. Um, what's up? Terrence said, opening day in MLB is a very, very sad day for me. Oh, dude, I like baseball, but I have to think it's six months until the NFL returns. <laughs> Damn it, Terrence! You had me going. I thought you were gonna be like, I lost my pops, and it, we love. We used to watch baseball together, and, and and I was ready to tear up with you, and, and you was going here like, cause football's not back. Yeah, but you get the draft, and uh, don't forget, Terrence, you get the XFL and the USFL. Is not what everybody's in that their jam. Uh, Dick Willie said, I bet the neighbors' kids loved the show yesterday. Yeah, it was. It got a little, got a little dicey at times. I gotta watch him. I got to yell at him. I'm like, hey, bro, can't be saying the N-word. Um, what the, you didn't read my chats. I'm outraged. I'm never watching this show again. Damn it, pussy. I love you. Don't do that. <laughs> ah! um, Rune's at Grow. What's up, Rune? Good to see you, homie. Great show yesterday, Barry. Caught the replay and y'all have me rolling. Got to get back to work now. Go Strolls. Hey, I appreciate you, homie. Thank you for being here as always, Rune. I miss our conversations in the YouTube uh, comments. That's the thing. Speaking of. No, first of all, no, we're not going back to YouTube. Second of all, um, there is this new thing where you can uh, you can designate, like YouTube's trying to get into the podcast business, so you can listen to your podcasts on YouTube. And I thought, hmm, you can designate a playlist as a podcast. And I was like, well, maybe we should just go back to that. Because what I think is this. A lot of people were really pushing short-form content. Reels, shorts, trying to compete with TikTok because TikTok was taking over the world. And that was the new ringy dingy. What's up, Matthew? Good to see you, buddy. And um, so that was everybody was pushing me, everybody. But then I saw that. I thought, you know what? I feel like nobody's making money on these shorts. I really think that... YouTube pushing podcasts is going to be a thing. And if we can get in early enough and get adopted, maybe they'll, maybe, maybe we'll have some benefit kind of like the kick conversation. So I got, I got to get on that. That's for damn sure. Ah, we welcomed them. I don't know what that is. Um, there was a show yesterday. I must've read the post from Tuesday. Yeah. 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 You probably did. Yeah, there was a show yesterday. Uh, there was a show yesterday. Yeah. Trey on deck on Barry on deck. Yeah, you missed a good, fun two uh, half hours of Trey and me chopping it up. It was a good time. Uh, Chris Reyes says 4.30, Alan. Yeah, uh, that's a good point. Alan said, what time is Kobo's on Saturday? Uh, pay attention. Breaking news.
It's not really breaking news. Um, we've talked about this before already, and I still haven't posted it on the Discord. Is Jen here? I wish Jen was here. Jen could do this for me. I just need somebody to post and tag everyone and say, if you're coming to the party, the VID watch party at Kobo's this Saturday, a.k.a. tomorrow. Uh, for uh, Yeah, sorry, I thought today was Friday. Uh, a.k.a. Saturday, a.k.a. 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 Uh, did it again. Then I would suggest getting there at around 430 because we're going to have to check everybody in. Uh, make sure you got your raffle tickets. We're going to have a spot off to the side. I talked to Kobo yesterday um but talk to him and and uh so we're gonna have a we've got a drink sponsor coming out uh we've got door prizes so you're gonna need to you know you want to you're gonna want to sit with us hang with us so we're gonna have that section for you um get registered with jenny's mom she'll get you your raffle tickets so we can do those and then um yeah we'll do we'll do uh uh, we'll get started. Game starts at 5.09, which is why I'm saying get there. Plus two, there's going to be, what time is the game on Saturday? Let's look that up. That could cause a slight issue with uh, traffic and parking. So just be be aware of that. Astros play, let's see, Sketch. Uh, Saturday, April 1st at 1.10 p.m., um, baseball it, it has been sped up pretty significantly. Let's see. What was that? That first game is over with. How long did that game last? Let's, let's just go take a, let's go take a peek. See, let's go see. How long did the game last scores here? I can show you guys. I don't know why. I don't know why I always do that. I always hog the window and you guys don't get to look. You guys don't get to see it. Uh, here we go. Here's all your scores. Nope. That's not it. <clears throat> there we go. Uh, Philly's up two nothing on them. Stupid ass Rangers. I told you they were going to suck. Um, boop, 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 boop. there we go. Let's look at those two. Let's go uh, box and box. So Yankees win five, nothing over the giants and time of game two hours and 33 minutes. Holy shit. That's fast. Oh my God. And then in the Braves-Nats uh, game, three hours and seven minutes, there was nine runs scored as opposed to five runs scored. So we're looking at, what, four extra runs added about 34 minutes. Um, let's see, how many hits? 12 hits versus uh, 20 hits. There was five errors, super sloppy. All right, so it looks like a clean, you know, four-run game, but that's about right, you know what I mean? Like, if it's 3-2, something like that, everybody gets six hits. Uh, you expect about two and a half hours. If it's a slugfest, you're going to get a little more. So, okay, there you go. So, you're looking at two and a half to three hours. So, if they start at 110 and they go for three hours, that's 410, and then you're getting Minute Maid traffic letting out, and that's going to be a bitch trying to get to Kobo's uh, around that time. So, I'm... I'm saying get there at 4:30. You know, if you if you get there a little bit early, that's fine too. Um, yeah. So, I, but you know, do so at your own risk. And look, nobody's going to, um, you know, be mad if you if you can't get there right at the start of tip off for the first game. But we're just gonna be hanging out, man. This is just a watch party. This is for you guys. This is fun. This is supposed to be. Um, this is just for y'all. I mean, this is just, well, it's for us to hang out. 
Just have a good time. Uh, even Jenny's mom even thought, she goes, you know, a lot of these people probably have never met each other, so I'm going to get name tags. They don't have to use them. But they can, they can, we got name tags. You can put your name on there. You get to meet your fellow deckheads for the first time in person and get to know each other that way. And I think it's going to be a cool thing. So Jenny, his mom has put a lot of time and effort into this. Uh, so do me one favor. If you do manage to come out to the watch party tomorrow, uh, before you leave, just do me a favor and just go tell her thank you. She has worked tirelessly on this and she's so excited about it. She's been, you know, hitting me up and needing shit left and right and um she's been super patient with me. So just yeah, tell her thank you for putting this together cuz honestly if it wasn't for her, probably wouldn't have happened in the first place. Just too much. So uh so that's cool. Can we replace Nightbot with ChatGPT? Can ChatGPT be a um a moderator in the chat? Would that work? I've been I've been fucking with ChatGPT a lot lately. It's it's pretty dope. Now I'm using I tried uh, Bard, which is Google's version of ChatGPT. We'll see how that goes. Mark said his tires fixed. Crazy week at work. Moving into a new scheduling and invoicing program. Yeah, that sucks. But I'm glad your tires fixed. Barry, I'm doing a job at 45 in Rayford. If you need an in studio guest, uh, I'll have my people call your people, Alex. For for real. Uh, you can use whatever you want. Use Old Crow if you want. Oh really? I don't think that's Donna said I wouldn't oh for the rye whiskey and an old and an old-fashioned yeah I don't I don't uh what's up Matthew uh how did you how you go to Kobo's and not eat and drink I'll be there for 15 minutes and spend 85 bucks yeah <laughs> yeah good yeah good luck not eating and drinking but you don't have to look at Matthew let's go Yankees okay don't start the chant and the BZH 420 will show up and it'll be a whole mess uh what's up Perry Good to see you, buddy. Can't you do Twitch and YouTube, Nasty Nate said. No, you're not allowed to do both. If you're a Twitch affiliate, you're not allowed to do both. Now, before I had applied for affiliate status, yeah, sure. But if you're, if you're going to start making money on bits and subs and all that, nope, you have to exclusively stream um, on Twitch. YouTube never gave a shit. YouTube doesn't care. Like, you could stream on YouTube and Facebook at the same time. They didn't give a fuck. But uh, no, Twitch does not allow it. Donna said, I'll do it. Oh, thank you, Donna. Uh, every damn BOD thing is always when I'm on call. <laughs> sorry, Jeff. Food bank special pals. Draft party. Now this. Damn it, Barry. I'm sorry, Jeff. I'm sorry. <laughs> I tell you what, Jeff. I tell you what. Here's what I'm going to do just for you, Jeff Bell, because you're on call. And I'm not doing this for anybody else. Don't cry. But you know what? I'm not even going to say it out loud. I'm just going to do it on the, on the down low. I'm going to do it on the down low. And you don't worry about it. Uh, Donna said Parker will be a bitch. Yes. Astros in Final Four, same day. Downtown will be a mess. Facts. Uh, we'll try, but I didn't know we had a crawfish boil that same day. Guess I should have asked Aaron first. See, this is how it happens every time. People are already backing out. And that's fine. It's totally okay. I get it. You guys don't want to drive down there and fight the traffic and, um, you know, parking. And, and I get all that. But don't, don't, don't start crying. We never do anything. Look. I don't know what to tell you. We tried to do a, a Final Four watch party. It's not my fault that the motherfucker happens to be opening day weekend for the Astros. And, I mean, the game does start at five, which is, you know, four hours away. So maybe that gives us a little breathing room on the parking. But this inevitably happens. And so I'm not I'm not surprised. And I'm not singling you out, Tony. You were just the first to, uh, well, the second now to RSVP and then back out. Which I totally get. I totally understand. I totally understand. Uh, Cece says she's lurking kinda in an Uber headed downtown and no headphones. 
I'm not that girl. Damn it. Okay. I I won't I won't do it, CC. I won't do it. Um, but yeah, Tony, I'd love to have you come out, bro. It would be awesome if you showed up. But totally understand if you can't. Totally understand. Donna said Final Four is an NRG. That is true, but still, it's just I feel like it's gonna be a nightmare trying to get anywhere in the city on Saturday. <laughs> Uh, Mets place Verlander on injured list. You should have stayed in Houston. Yep, we were going to get to that. Thanks for ruining the headlines, DJ Maddie. Uh, okay, I'm back making dinner in a crock pot, and now I'm settled in and watching the rest of the Cubs game. Very good, heartthrob. Very good. Who's driving Barry to the party? <laughs> no, uh, I'm driving myself to the to the party. Um, uh, are they having Final Four experience at George R. Brown? Oh, that is true. I do believe they are. I do believe they are. Uh, Cubs win. Perfect start to the season. Good for you, Heartthrob. Uh, Barry's going to break a pipe at Kobo's and be like, hey, I know a plumber you can call. <laughs> no, that's not what I'm going to do. What's up, hey, Susan? It's good to see you, buddy. Thank you for being here, my friend. Thank you so much for showing up. All right, we got the shout out of the way. Let's get to the headlines. Here's sports headlines for the day. Mets co-ace. Justin Verlander is headed to the IL with a muscle strain in his shoulder. Um, they got a little concerned when his velocity started to dip in his last game or so uh, of spring training, and they went in and went, oh, shit, you got issues. So uh, headed to the IL is Justin Verlander. Not a great start. But we all know JV, we all know what he's capable of, and we all know that he's probably going to be fine. Unless, unless, unless your boy is um, just an absolute, what's the word I'm looking for? Psychic. Now, when we were talking to Dez, I said, look, I I just have this feeling that um, this might be the beginning of the, the decline for Justin Verlander now that he's left and gone to the Mets. I just feel that's when you see a lot of times this is what happens, right? Um, guys, you know, they're at a team for a while and they, they're, they're beloved by that team and that team is a lovable loser team, but they're a superstar and then they leave and they go to a, a better organization and they have a ton of success there and then they leave to go get paid by a third organization and it's been so long that that's when the decline happens. I would, I'm trying to think of who, who, who might be that guy. Um, Griffey. Right. But Griffey's was only a two, two stop move. It was Seattle and Cincy. Um, boy, uh, I'm trying to think here. Yeah, it's, I don't know. Um, I feel like there's more. I just can't think off the top of my head, but uh, yeah. Hey, what's up? Uh, Aaron J. Bryant, good to see you, buddy. Charles G., what's up, pimp? Thanks for being here. Barry killed JV. That's not true. All right, rest of your headlines. The Kings and their 16-year playoff drought, is it's over. It's over. <laughs> Where are all my Sacramento King fans at in the chat? Um, Kings have officially clinched a playoff spot. They are third in the West and they have clinched it. So they are in, um, nugs, the spicy, tasty nugs and the Memphis Grizzlies have clinched their divisions. And the nuggets have clinched a playoff berth nonetheless. So good for them. <laughs> What's up, Danielle? <laughs> Danielle freak in the building. Miles, can we get a shout out for Danielle freak? 
I knew <laughs> that's so funny. Look, if anybody's gonna hate Sacktown, it's gonna be it's gonna be a huge Warriors fan. Okay, if anybody's going to hate him, it's going to be him. So what's up, man? Good to see you, buddy. Thanks for popping in. I appreciate it. Uh, how about Matt Chapman for third stop sucked? That's not bad. That's a pretty good. That's a pretty good one there. Uh, what's up, Eric Resendez? Good to see you, man. Our thoughts are, while the Kings ending their playoff drought, that means the New York Jets now own the longest playoff drought in the majors. There you go. There you go. Uh, Daniel Free said Warriors fans are too kind to the Kings. I remember Weber, Bibby, and all those guys bringing great. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah, the Kings for a hot minute, man. The the Kings for a hot minute were were legit. Um, but I'm with you. And in fact, we have a guy come in and talk uh basketball at 415. Uh his name's Joel Blank. He spent 25, 23 plus years with the Houston Rockets uh organization, 27 in the NBA total. Portland was his first stop, and uh, we did a radio show together. Uh, but he's knows his shit when it comes to the NBA, so I always bring him in and we talk. And he was saying, you know what? The Warriors are one of those teams, man. Like, they're going to surprise a bunch of people right now. They're sitting at the sixth seed just outside uh, of that playoff section or play-in section, I should say. So they're they're solid right now, although Minnesota's only a game back. Uh, and I don't know how many road games the Warriors have left, but that's a cause for concern. But look, if anybody's going to surprise uh, some of these teams, it's probably going to be the Warriors and, and the Clippers that that sneak up on some folks. Um, if, you know, KD is fully healthy and the Suns can get their shit together in a hurry and get some chemistry, obviously they're going to be... Uh, but, I don't know, the Nuggets don't scare me for some reason. I'm not worried about the Nuggets. The Grizzlies, might you might need to take them serious, but I don't think anybody's going to be that scared of the Kings, although, good luck. You got to score with them. Because they can absolutely score. But it's going to be fun. The West has uh, got a lot of interesting matchups right now. You're looking at um, one, you got Denver. Um, here, I'll just share it. That's easier. I don't know why I always do that to you guys. I never show my screen like I should. There you go. You got Denver in the one seed. Memphis two, Sac, uh, Sactown three. Uh, Phoenix is four and firmly entrenched. I doubt very seriously that Phoenix is catching Sacramento for the three spot. I just don't think that's going to happen. Um, and Clippers might catch the Suns now. They're only a game apart or a loss of a game apart in the loss column, I should say. Uh, Warriors are sixth at, at 40 and 37. Then you got Timberwolves, Lakers, Pelicans, Thunder. I tell you what, I, how the Mavs are on the outside looking in after going out and getting Kyrie, I'll never understand, but there it is. There it is. Winners of three of their last 10 games are the Mavs. So it's weird. It's a, it's a huge disappointment for Mavs fans everywhere. Um, okay. Would you leave me the fuck alone? My God. This is, this is why I just, my God, no. Oh my God. Um, Let's see. What does it say? Howdy, you are on. What's up, Flip? Good to see you, buddy. You're out of the way. What's up, pimp? You're never late when you're here. I was late, too. We didn't start till 3. We were supposed to start at 2, so that's my bad. Animaeus said first round is West. First round in the West is Upset Alert Central. Everyone will be tested. That's a great point. And look, 
Um, I don't know who said it. It might have been on the Barry on Deck Discord. It might have been on Twitter. But somebody said, get ready to... It might have been in the chat, and it might have been you, uh, Animaeus. I don't know, but... Somebody said, get ready, because I think two big upsets you might be looking at are the Nuggets and the Kings. And that's wouldn't surprise me. Now, the play-in games, it's going to be interesting. Right now, you would have Minnesota playing OKC. Um, I'll actually take the Thunder in that. And then you'd have the Lakers and the Pelicans. No Zion, so I'm going to go Lakers. So now you're looking at... Uh, the Lakers with the seven seed and uh, OKC with the eight seed, right? So you'd have Denver and OKC. I doubt there's an upset there. But then you got the Lakers playing the Grizzlies. I, I, I mean, I'd love to tell you that there's no way that the that the Grizzlies lose that series, but it's possible. It's possible. Uh, and then you would have Sacramento playing the Golden State Warriors. And, yeah, that's where I think your first big upset is. Uh, and then Clippers-Suns is going to be a great showdown. I'm ready for that. I tell you what, when I watched Suns-Mavs, I wanted that uh, all day, every day. When Kyrie was healthy and on the floor with Luka and all the talent that the Suns had when KD wasn't you know, slipping and sliding. So uh, it's going to be interesting. What is this? You can't say shit in Kroger. What? 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 Uh, Daniel Freak said Lakers, if healthy, could knock off a high seed, honestly. Yeah. Uh, if if healthy, you just, and, and look, I know playoff LeBron is a whole different ball of wax and you got to deal with it. And AD kind of found himself while LeBron was out and he stayed healthy and, yeah, you're right, but I just I, I'm having a hard time taking the Lakers team serious. Doesn't mean that I sh I'm right about that, but I'm just like, eh, you know, outside of those those first six, none of those other teams really scare me. None of those other teams are a menace. I think the biggest threat, the biggest scary point in this, <coughs> excuse me, not a COVID cough, is uh, the Warriors at six. That's really a and and the Clippers at five. I'll tell you what. The Clippers at five and the Warriors at six could beat any of these other teams in the West. Period. Period. At your mama. I don't care. Uh, over in the East, you got Bucks, Celtics, Sixers, Cavs, Knicks, Nitty Nets. I don't know how they're doing it. Uh, and then in the playing games, you got Heat, Hawks, Raptors, Bulls, Heat and Bulls. Give me the Heat. Hawks, Raptors. Give me the Raptors. Uh, so you got, uh, you'll have Hawks, Raptors as your seven and eight, which means you're probably looking at Bucks, Raptors. Uh, Celtics Hawks. I think those two move on the one and two seed there. Uh, Phillies, Philly Nets, or yeah, uh, sorry, 76ers and Nets, which is going to be interesting. That's going to be fun, even though we saw Ben Simmons was shut down. Uh, and then you've got Cavs and Knicks. I like the Knicks in that, to be honest with you. The Knicks have been there, the Knicks have been a surprise to me for a few years now, but. Um, well, you know what though? I mean, Cleveland is so, f they're so good. Yeah. I changed my pick. I think I would go Cavs over the Knicks. I just, the, the, the Knicks have been impressive, but I can't, I'm sleeping on the Cavs. I'm not giving them their flowers They're They've been balling out of control and playing out of their mind. So yeah, I think I'll take the Cavs now. So there you go. Uh, Dallas, total Dallas said the Mavs are scaring him. Yeah, well they should, Bro, you don't go out and get Kyrie and all that. And then shit the bed like they have. Anamaya said uh, Nets have four or five guys capable of scoring 
Uh, so by committee, they got some wins. They'll be scheduling Cancun trips their first half. Yeah. Um, Daniel Freak said Kings have Mike Brown is a big weapon versus Golden State. He's been the leading assist man for many years. That's the thing, man. When you look at that Kings lineup, there's nobody that you go superstar. Absolute bona fide um, elite superstar, right? Like you can like the KDs of the world, the LeBrons of the world. They don't have that guy. They've got really good players. They've got really good guys that can fill it up, but nobody that you're like, oh yeah, bona fide superstar, top five, top seven player. And they're getting it done. <clears throat> Bryce Harper. Uh Harper? Okay. That's not a name. That's just made that up. Uh, hopeful. Uh, the Phillies are hopeful to put uh, Bryce Harper on the 10-day IL instead of the 60-day IL. They thought they were going to be without him for at least two months, 60 days, whatever. But now they plan to put him on the 10-day IL instead, so they might be getting him back sooner rather than later. And don't look now, but Aaron Judge... Is in 2022 form already. First AB of the season. Judge hits a home run. First guy to hit a home run in 2023. And um, he does it in his first at bat. So, geez. Right, right, right where he left off. Uh, Sabonis is close. Anameas Sabonis is close. But, um,. It's one of those things where if you're going to get that tag of elite, you got to be consistent with it. But he's, 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 he can, he's got the skills to do it, right? But there's a lot of guys like that. PB Dubs have more, uh, more juiced balls for the Yankees. Probably, right? A little opening day juice ball action for him. Little jerk ass jerks. Look at the hair, guys. Oh my God. You've never seen me with this much hair, have you? Look at that. That is just a travesty. I just haven't had time. I don't even have time to cut my own hair. I don't have time to do shows, start on time, much less cut my hair. It's a it's a ridiculous, vicious cycle that I'm in. Uh, but damn it, I'm glad to be here. All right, we got a lot to do. Um, I got to say real quick, thank you guys so much to the uh, <laughs> Cisco. Jankies lose. I need to find that. We used it for a while. It was awesome. Uh, I just want to say real quick, thank you to everybody for your thankful Thursdays and your uh, water bill Wednesdays, CC. CC sent me a water bill Wednesday, and I, I want to read this to you. Um, Where did it go? Uh, here we go. So CC, as you guys know, uh, well, for those of you that are newer to the program, uh, I got to thank Keith Sager. He started a trend on Fridays where he would just Venmo five bucks and just be like, hey, man, enjoy the show. Let's talk some, let's do some lawn talk today. And he would ask me a lawn talk question. I'd answer it for him and we'd be off and running. And then everybody else jumped on board and started, you know, supporting the show and me and as an independent artist and creator. And, and then we just created this thing called $5 Fridays. And a lot of you guys would send in, you know, five bucks or 10 bucks to the Venmo. And I appreciate that. Uh, but it, we don't do shows on Fridays anymore. So then you guys um, generously and kindly started doing it on Thursdays. And uh, it was thankful Thursdays. And uh, Donna has been the leader on that. But when Cece found out how much my water bill is sometimes, she started sending me money on Wednesdays and calling it water bill Wednesdays. So uh, you guys know I was out on Monday, um, left early on Tuesday. So CC sent me a $3 and 75 cent water bill Wednesday. 
And she said, happy water bill Wednesday. Payroll has deducted a dollar for you missing the show on Monday. And 25 cents for leaving early yesterday. Signed, personnel. (laughs) I love that so much. That is so fucking funny. She's like, nope, you're not doing shows. You're getting deducted. Okay. If I'm sending in five bucks, you're getting deducted when you're, uh, when you miss work and, and rightfully so. But then she later, I, I must confess, she said that at eight 40 yesterday morning. And then at about 1230, she was like, JK, love you. Okay. Bye. And sent in a uh, dollar 25. And it's funny cause she put personal on there. All right. And the reason why CC put personal on the on the message okay the reason because i was like oh is it personnel no it's personal she goes hey my accountant asked if you were a dependent of mine i was like what she goes yeah my accountant was like who the fuck she's like oh no that's barry that's she goes well when you start uh venmoing him or when you venmo him you need to put that it was for personal reasons otherwise you'll get a 1099 first of all i ain't sending nobody a fucking 1099 for thankful Thursdays and shit. Okay. But do you want to put personal in there? I don't know. I'm not a CPA. I'm not a, I'm not a tax guru, but that's what her tax guru said is put personal on there. I don't know. I just know I love her and she's hilarious and generous and kind and sweet. Uh, as is Donna who at six fifty AM Donna, you get up so damn early. Uh, she sent in a $10 thankful Thursday. She said, happy thankful Thursday. Boo boo. I love you, Donna. Thank you so much. My sweet, sweet Donna. PB dubs. I love you, buddy. Uh, PB dubs sent in a $6 thirsty, thankful three hour throwdown Thursday. I love that. You guys just have your own shit dubs. That was outstanding. Thirsty, thankful three hour throwdown Thursday. Shit, we, we got to na- rename this. That's a, I like that. And then uh, Sylvia, my sweet Sylvia, sent in a $5 Happy Thankful Thursday. I appreciate you. And not to be outdone and certainly not last, Alex Villanueva sent in a $10 Thankful Thursday via PayPal. And he always sends a nice note. And he said, yo, last show of the week, it's opening day. Fuck the White Sox, at red, black, tube, all of them. As a staff record label and as a motherfucking crew. Shot, shot, shot. <laughs> I'm down for that. Let me go get my shot glass. What the fuck? I can't believe I'm almost out of Jameson already. Damn it. This is a handle. Man, we do. I had to. I'm, so uh, today I had to go to the dentist. I had a. Uh, I get a six month cleaning, which I need to whiten my teeth again because they're getting a little yellow from the cigars. Um, but I just buy like the crest white strips and do that. Charles, you of all people should not be yelling out shots, buddy. No, bad Charles. Um. But so I went to the dentist this morning and tomorrow I have i I've got a physical tomorrow. I've got my annual physical with my doctor. And one of the things they send you is you, know, you got to check in in advance. And I'm like, why? Cause the motherfucker ain't going to be there until an hour and a half later. And one time I did a, a video call just to get my Adderall prescription refilled. I sat on hold on the, with this motherfucker for like 50 minutes. I'm like, bro, what do I even have to do this? Just pop in and be like, hey, show me your teeth. Oh, yeah, you still got them all. You're not addicted to meth. Okay. 
I'll send the prescription over. I can just send you a picture of my fucking teeth, like holding up a piece of paper with like the headlines on it that shows the date. And you're like, eh. oh, okay, yeah, you're not on meth yet. You ain't got meth mouth. But no, I guess it don't fucking hold on video, whatever. Uh, but tomorrow I'm going to go get a physical. And you have to fill out like um, all of the things that you have going on with you. Um, and you had to tell like, oh, I forgot what the fuck what was my point? What was my point on this? I don't even remember now. God damn it. I got so off track. I didn't take my Adderall today. I forgot what the fuck I was going to tell you. Uh, practice turning your head and coughing. No. Um, oh, right. So you have to, they ask you about, um, so they'll be like, do you do drugs? And I'll be like, well, what do you consider drugs? <laughs> Always answer a question with a question if you don't want to answer it. Um, but then they asked alcohol consumption. And it was like, how much alcohol do you consume on a weekly basis? And it had uh, wine. And I was like, zero. Beer. I was like, two. <sighs> and then it had shots. And I was like, oh. See, probably at least two a show, four shows, and sometimes we'll do three. So I'm thinking like eight to ten. And then when you look at that, you're like, fuck. Doing eight to ten shots a week, plus my casual drinking, uh, just with Nora for dinner. We'll have a dosakis or a beer or whatever. And then, and then, and then when I'm performing, I always have a drink with me on stage. So I'm always drinking a crown and coke while I'm on stage. Crown and diet, whatever. I was like, God damn, I drink a lot. Now's a week. If I'm doing a minimum eight shots a week, which sometimes it's, I guess it's less. Sometimes it's like maybe four. I feel like there's rarely a show that goes by where I don't do a shot. So it's at bare minimum four a week, 16 a month. Minimum. But it's probably closer to at least 20 to 25 a month. I don't know. All of that said... <laughs> Cheers, ladies and gentlemen. Hey, um, Alex, buddy, I appreciate you, man. Thank you for your uh, kindness and generosity and support of this show. Um, all of you, thank you for your kindness, generosity, and support of this show. Uh, whether it's through your uh, Patreon subscription, whether it's through sending bits like Jared Taylor is a beast and so is Steve-O and others. Asymmetric Risk right now is the bits leader. Whether it's uh, through your subs or gifted subs like P. Randizzle does or Chris Mina will just pop in on a Sunday when no one's watching and gift five subs and leave. It's amazing. It's so kind and so generous. Um, or whether it's through your Thankful Thursdays or your Waterbill Wednesdays or uh, did somebody in the chat say we're going to have Mortgage Mondays? <laughs> That's awesome. Um, but yeah, it's listen, man, This it's weird for me. I was thinking about this when I was mowing last night. It's 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 actually kind of weird for me to be like uh, on this side of of this. It's like, man, I don't have one. I don't feel worthy or deserving of it. But two, it's 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 humbling it's a little um, not embarrassing, but like like an embarrassment of love and support. Right. Like, you know, you've heard about an embarrassment of riches. It's it's that. And it's like, man, I don't know that I deserve this. And these. You guys invest your time and your money and your faith in me. And it's a scary proposition, man. But um, I'm just so blessed. And, you know, as an independent artist, 
It is uh it is not easy to do this job. In fact, Joe, thank you for the bits, buddy. In fact, we lost another. We're losing guys left and right. Tooth Pete, Josh Beard has kind of gone gotten a day job and he streams now more as a hobby. And Kyle King, congratulations <laughs> to Kyle King. Kyle King has gone out and uh gotten him job, gotten himself a job in Tennessee as a uh, morning show host for like a Q morning zoo thing. I don't know. He's going to be all, <laughs> he's going to be that wacky Q morning zoo guy. But, um, but I'm happy for him. He's wanted this forever. Uh, so props to Kyle King. I mean, look, your boy, you, we're, we're getting down to slim pickings here, folks. I feel I'm looking around. I'm like Will Smith at the end, uh, when he was just in the, in that Beverly Hills mansion by himself. There's literally like nobody left streaming, right? Nick was going to do it for a while. Speaking of, uh, I saw Joel in the chat. What's up, homie? Do you have the link, Joel, or do I need to send it to you? Sup, mister. Why no more appearances in the hive? Oh, oh, somebody else. Um, I thought you were talking to me. I was like, I don't, what? Am I going to the hive? Um, but yeah, Nick was a guy who was going to do it for a while. And then uh, uh, Jerry Bo was doing it for a while, along with uh, 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 Aaron Raybould. It just—it's just they're all, they're all gone. They're all gone. It's just me looking around. Am I the only one left doing this shit? Because everybody else was smart enough to go get a fucking job. I think you need the link. Yes, I think you do. My bad. I'll send it. Hold on. Let's go. Uh, uh, cameras. There we go. Open call manager. Boop, boop. You want me to email it, Joseph? I will email it to you, buddy. It is. It is about to be in your box. Oh yeah, I'm about to put my big old link all up in your box, Joel. I'm gonna just ram this link right into your box right now. My link, all up in your box. Uh, and then I'm going to email this to, uh, let's see, his email address is, uh, Joel W blank dot pack at gmail.com. Yeah, that's right. Um, did I do that all wrong? All right. Uh, all right. It's in your box. It's in your box, fam. All up in your box. He said at least kiss it first. All right, so Joe Blake going to be joining me here in about five minutes. Uh, we're going to be talking some NBA basketball. But I didn't do my shot, so I want to say thank you guys, man. Uh, thank you guys for the the thankful Thursdays and the, the love and the support. I, there's no way you would have told me that this show would still be going. And I'm just so blessed to have you all, man. And cheers. I appreciate you, deckheads. I can't wait to hang with you on Saturday at Kobo's. Cheers. Uh. Ah. Ah, oh, that's so good. God damn. I got to get something better to shoot. I think this might be my last run. Uh, Salud, Flip. I think this might be my last run with Jameson. I think we need to switch it up. I got to get something better for shooting, like Patron, which is smooth. Or, man, I've, I felt like I was cheating. I felt like I was cheating when I was shooting Bacardi. That's too easy. That's way too easy. Um, all right. I have one slide that I made for you besides the um, the uh, your headlines slide. Uh, but I made this. And this, I can't take credit for this. 
Oh, Everclear? No thanks, Charles. Hennessy Perry, I've never... Can you shoot Hennessy? Oh, Donna said Makers. That's not a bad idea. Hennessy. Can you do shots of Hennessy? I, I always thought Hennessy was more of like a, a sipper or a mixer. I'm definitely not doing Everclear. I'll be over here with my dick out, just passed out. No thanks. Nobody wants that. Not me, not you, Nora, nobody. I, cl- I shower with my eyes closed. That's how terrible my body looks. Um, let me go see who, who uploaded this. Was this done by, I think this was heartthrob. Heartthrob Rob, Philip Bernard, Philip Bernard. Uh, let's see. Sports, sports. Where's the sports channel at? There we go. Yes, it was heartthrob Rob. And it is constructing the worst quarterback in the NFL, you start with Kyler Murray's focus. So up there at the top of the dome. Then you go to Davis Mills's neck. So far, so good. Dak Prescott's interceptions. <laughs> Jameis Winston's appetite. Okay. Uh, Mac Jones's ankle checks out or doesn't. Lamar, uh, no, wait, we'll get to that. Um, on the other side, going back up. Oh, Deshaun Watson's horniness. He's <laughs> right in the middle. Uh, Daniel Jones's balance, <laughs> Trey Lance's health, Zach Wilson's leadership, Joe Burrow's hand, Kirk Cousins, uh, when it's not 1 p.m., <laughs> and then lastly, Lamar Jackson's agent. My God. I mean, this is so good. It, it, the people that come up with this shit, I mean, I like to think of myself as a pretty creative, funny guy. But I'm more of an in the moment. I mean, I can sit down and write jokes, and but I'm more of an in the moment funny guy. But for people to just sit down and come up with shit like this is just so funny. Just hilarious. Um, loved it. So uh, props to Heartthrob. And that, it, that's all, all the more reason to be on the Discord is you get shit like that. So patreon.com forward slash Barry on deck. If you're not a member of the Discord, you're. we've got our fantasy um, baseball uh going so uh yeah we you know it's all kind of cool reasons to join uh so i wanted to show you that just because i thought it was pretty damn hilarious now that said it is time once again ladies and gentlemen for your friend and mine the man that knows everything everything i mean everything about the nba uh, more, more than that, more. Oh yeah. It's a, it's a, it's so much stuff. He knows the, that's, he knows about the flying pineapples, the Robin. What is that? A basket Robins? What the fuck? What is that? All right. I'm bringing him on now. Ladies and gentlemen, please help me. Welcome to the show. Uh, your friend and mine from ESPN radios, the killer bees, which you can hear every weekday, uh, noon until three. Yeah, noon to three. Oh. I've, I've, noon till whenever you're still doing your show. How about I, that? Yeah, well, that's what I have to remember because we have the one hour of yeah, overlap, well, which well, I, I thought was like, one. you know, that's such a such a terrible thing for you guys to Anyone do. Anyone ever tell you that you look like a midlife adolescent with a baseball head on? Oh, <laughs> they did that back on our show. <laughs> Never mind. First of all, <laughs> yes. <laughs> Second of all, they just did it again. Yeah, I don't look as good as really? you in a hat, bro. No, you just did it again. You look oh, a yeah. lot better in a hat than I do. I, I'm not a. I'm not I a hat guy. I don't know what guy. this is. Huh? 
I really don't know. That looks like a. Is that a dragon fruit? Is that a? Is that Elsie the cow? Dolce, Dolce de Sugarland. This is the third uniform of your Sugarland Space Cowboys this year. Is it really? It's not a cowboy. What the fuck is it? It looks like a. It's a. As explained to me, it's a Mexican watermelon candy on a stick. I was literally about to say, is that a watermelon wearing a mask? Wow. You know what's funny is my daughter's softball team is called the Red Hots. And so I thought, well, this hat really kind of goes with the uniforms and I'm coaching. I'm going to get this hat to wear for that. And my three-year-old gets in the car today and goes, Daddy, is that Taylor's picture on your hat? I'm like, "Mm, no. (laughs) You're like, no. It could be. No. Maybe the cartoon (laughs) superhero version, but no. That's outstanding. Well, hey, man, we're we're down the stretch for um, NBA. Um, ninth is the last game. Uh, April 9th is the last game on the schedule, and then the playoffs start. So Sacramento, I, I talked about it in the headlines early. Sacramento clinched a playoff berth for the first time in 16, 17 years, something like that. Um, are, they, are they for real? Do we need to be worried about the Kings? You and I, I think, talked last week that – um, if there are some teams that are going to be upsetting folks, you liked the the Golden State Warriors. What talk about the Kings a little bit now that they've clinched a playoff berth? Tell me about this Sacramento team, and should I and should the people be taking them serious? Well, I mean, first of all, huge kudos to them for making the playoffs for the first time in seventeen years. I mean, that's a major accomplishment. And if you're a Rockets fan. Here's a name you probably don't know, but you probably should. His name is Monty McNair, and he was the longtime right-hand man to Daryl Morey here at the Houston Rockets. No, the real right-hand man, not Gerson Rosas, who pretended to know everybody and everything and then failed miserably when he wasn't screwing around with the PR lady, which got him fired. Or other people that didn't do so well, like Rafael Stone that followed Daryl around like a lost puppy, but really didn't know what Daryl knew. Monty does and did. He got away because they didn't hire him. They hired Rafael Stone and he turned the Sacramento Kings around, which is no small miracle. So De'Aaron Fox, local kid, again, a guy that Rockets fans should take note of and they could look at maybe he should have been a Rocket. But Sabonis was a very savvy trade. They've got a really good young roster. With that being said, Barry, they're not going to make a whole lot of waves in the playoffs, in my opinion. But I really commend them for the fact that this is the first of probably several major steps coming for this franchise that a lot of people never saw coming for the Sacramento Kings. Well, I won't make you pick the series yet. <clears throat> um, you know, there things could happen. I don't know how many games the, the Warriors have left, but hell, they might not be the team that ends up facing the Kings. Right now they are, but uh, next week we'll get into playoff Warriors. predictions. and uh, What did I say? Oh, that's what Warriors. you're taking. <laughs> you're taking the no, Warriors. Yeah, we can we can get into de- in depth, but the short answer, Warriors. Warriors. Yeah, so we'll do our complete picks next week. I just uh, there's there's a a lot uh, that I think is shaking out down the stretch to let teams know where they are, what they're what it's going to be looking like for them going into the playoffs. And I say specifically about the Lakers and the Suns, right? The Mavs, we've talked ad nauseum about the Mavs, and I know Total Dallas is going to have questions because he always asks you basically um, for opinions. Are they going to be any good? Yeah. Are they going to be able to pull it out? Um, Handle the ball. By the way, hashtag ask the hammer in chat if you have a question for Joel, and we'll get to him. Just put hashtag ask the hammer in in the chat, and and we'll ask him. Um, 
talk about the Lakers. Is this a team that has enough time to get all on the same page and figure it out? Or does that even matter? Cause it's LeBron and he just take over and off and run it. See, I think it's going to be close, but I think they're going to get in the playoffs. And I don't like that. Again, LeBron was sitting courtside at the McDonald's all American game at Toyota center the other night when he should have been in Chicago with his teammates. If in fact the team really mattered as much as his individual stats and overall accolades that he got this season. I still think they're going to get in, but by just barely. And then the play-in tournament is going to be a handful for them because if Dallas slips down there or the Clippers slip down there, I think both teams are hyper-talented and probably more talented than the Lakers. However, I, I still like the moves the Lakers made. The Lakers may be able to get out of the playoff tournament, play-in tournament. Lakers aren't getting out of the first round. I, I just don't see them beating a team like Denver or you know a team like Memphis. Um LeBron's going to try and do it all himself. Anthony Davis is going to try not to get hurt because that's what he normally does and he has to do. And it's amazing. He hasn't done it better, but I just, I don't believe in the Lakers this season. I think the moves were made too late. Um, and I don't think that if LeBron really cared about his teammates that, you know, once he got the record, you remember he bailed in the fourth quarter of that game. They lost that. Then he took several games off. They lost most of those. Then when he decided to finally come back, he was kindly kind of half in half out. I just I think it, the, the the ship has set sailed on the Lakers this year. They'll probably get in the play in tournament. I don't think they go further than the first round. Is is Le, has LeBron checked out on the NBA? Is that that's what it sounds like? He's like done. He's got all the accolades. He's he cemented his legacy as one of the, the two or three greatest players of all time. Is he just like now just doing whatever the hell he wants and damn all this other stuff? It don't matter to me. No, because he's waiting for Bronny to get in the league. His goal was to be the first father-son, Ken Griffey Jr. senior combo, if you if you will, to play in the NBA. And so he wants to do that. Um, I think that he wants to catch Michael for the amount of championships. If nothing else, I think he wants to at least catch Kobe. Mm. But in order to do that, your team's got to be better. And I, I think they're cap-strapped. And Anthony Davis, again... He's a paper champ. I mean, he's a champion, yes, but he's hurt all the time. And like to Charles's point, Charles Barkley's point, look, man, if you know you've got chronic problems with an ankle, a foot, your legs, get a trainer in the offseason that focuses on your lower body and work on it because every single year it's the same story. And that's hurting a guy that's chasing history and legacy and, you know, all these different things. And I, I just I've got major issues with with Anthony Davis's health. Yeah, and and it it seems to always be the case, right? It's it sucks that there's always these guys who all the talent in the world. I mean, there's no reason Anthony Davis shouldn't be considered one of the five best players in the NBA, but he's not. And I fought tooth and nail on the usual suspects back in the day with you about that, right? And I'd be like, oh no, and he just he's not. He just hasn't been, and he's no. not. He's got the he's got the skill set and the potential to be that. He just has not lived up to the hype and is so I think one of the things that you and I used to say a lot too, because I've always said this when working with Kelvin Cato and others, what's most frustrating for us was looking at a guy that has more talent that God has gifted him and he has worked on and polished than 99.9% .9 of the planet, but just not figuring out how to maximize it. That is so frustrating to know that, and you know, you when you and I would talk about it, if you could put my ticker and my desire and my heart for the love of the game of and sports 
in the body of a seven footer that has the athleticism and the touch and the shot and all those things and go, wow. Yeah. And, and yet here we are every single year having the same conversation. Just, it's so frustrating. Price pick guru said he's had a few top five years for sure. Yeah, but it's just been inconsistent and I'm not ready to give him his flowers as one of the greats because he hasn't been consistent. I fought for him. I mean, the suspects in this chat and Joel will tell you, I used to, we used to argue about that on our radio show all the time, but he's just, I'm now in, of the opinion that I'm, I'm on team Joel now. Like he's, He's, he's not what he should be. Uh, it's, it's just sad. It took you longer than most, but most okay. people do come around to Team Joel. Uh, if you're looking, you can look at LeBron. You can uh-huh. look at Luka. You can look at these guys, but you, you can look at guys that say, okay, he's had a few top fives. But if you want to have a legacy, if you want to cement yourself as one of the best players in the game, just for an era, maybe not all time, but he's, again, considered top 75 of all time. He got that, and I'm going – how did that happen for a guy that misses more games in a year than than most of the injury report for a season for a team? And yet, yeah, we can have that conversation, but is he is he a good one? He's a really good one. Could he have been a great one or should he be a great one? That's a different yeah. that's a different discussion. Uh, Dick Willie said Team Joel's for the people. Okay. I don't need this. Uh Amos said you can't Richie can be himself in this chat. Richie gets reprimanded a lot more elsewhere. <laughs> you can't yes. miss your son's playing in the your son playing in the all American game. He gets one, is said Amos. I mean, okay, okay let me Amos, that's, a, that's no, but that's fair, Barry. But here's my rebuttal real quick. You say he can't miss that. What if he misses the playoffs because of that? What if he didn't go to Portland and they lost that game? And yeah, granted, it was good that they won. But the what ifs are, he's trying to keep his team relevant and in a playoff position to get in just the play-in tournament. He missed too many games screwing around after he broke the all-time scoring record because you obviously show he showed you what was most important. Once I got the record, I'm done, even though we should have won that game. Mm-hmm. If you missed the playoffs by one game, don't tell me it wasn't because he, he didn't have the and, right priorities. Let me I'm gonna pull up the standings as of right now. Let's see. Uh I think they're ninth or tenth. And and this is what I love about like doing what we're doing here as opposed to what we do on radio. You couldn't have these moments where he'd be like, Okay, let's just take a look at the standings and you know, be 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 uh so they're eighth right now. They are tied with New Orleans, but I guess they have the tie break. Both the Pelicans and the Lakers are thirty eight and thirty eight. So they're hanging on to the eight spot. Um, and then the Thunder are a game back in the loss column. And they I've have told the same, you about that team in OKC, Barry. They have the that's same the amount that the of Rockets loss. should have been the yeah. same thing as, sorry. Yeah, but no. where are the Rockets and where is OKC? Well, I just I was talking about it in this chat. I said I think I think the Thunder could beat the T the T Wolves uh in, in this in this play in game. I do, I do. You know that the Thunder uh, Anthony Edwards is the difference in that series. You think so? I mean, just looking yeah, at I the mean, teams. Gobert and Carl Anthony Towns are fine, but Anthony Edwards is his game is on the rise, and, and I just don't think they got an answer. Oklahoma City, Shea Gilders Alexander is good. Anthony Edwards is a step ahead. Okay, um, so Thunder are ten, but they're a game back in the loss column. Everybody, so Lakers are thirty eight and thirty eight, Pelicans thirty eight and thirty eight, Thunder are thirty eight and thirty nine, and then Nets eight nine and ten. The seven seed is the Wolves at thirty nine and thirty eight. So it's all bunched up. That's probably mm-hmm. going to be your four, which is crazy because the Mavs are thirty seven and forty and on the outside looking in. 
which is insane. I think the Mavs are going to get in, but it is insane. How? But when you look at it, this is exactly what the NBA wanted when they developed That's this play-in tournament. That's very smart. Stay relevant and stay interesting when everything is already decided by this point normally. So kudos to the NBA for getting exactly what they wanted. You're right. It's amazing that teams like Dallas and the Lakers are sitting here in the discussion for, are they going to get in and can they avoid the play-in tournament? Even the Clippers, after they got Russell Westbrook, and last night, by the way, he didn't miss a three. He had 30-some points. Wow. Robert Covington had 27. And they, the two of them combined, both X-Rockets, didn't miss, miss a three. But the Clippers were free-falling before that, and they were supposed to be better with Russ. Yeah. Clippers are seven and three in their last ten. So Minnesota's schedule, because I'm like, let's let's just really quickly humor me here, Joel, because um, I this is a, a bunched up group. And is there anybody in this group of five? And I'll go ahead and lump in the Mavs because you said you think they make the play-in game. So we'll say group of five. And even though the Jazz are a half game back of the Mavs. And literally just because they haven't played, they the Jazz have played 76 games, the Mavs have played 77. So they could literally, if they win their next game, that, that, that could be a, a tie right there um, for that out first spot outside looking in. But if we just look at those teams, tell me who you think the best team is of those five, T-Wolves, Lakers, Pelicans, Thunder, and Mavs. Well, I think it's between the Mavs and the Wolves. I think that Ma- the Mavs haven't had Carl Anthony Towns for the majority of the season, and now that he's back, when the he Wolves starts getting it. into real game shape, yeah, the Wolves, yeah. They, they're they a team that has enough talent to get out of the play-in and, and maybe even shake it up a little bit and make a series interesting. I think anytime you put Kyrie and Luka on the same floor in the same uniform, you got a chance against anybody. The problem is they're already bickering. You know, Luka's saying... He's to the point now where he isn't having fun playing basketball like he used to, which is a massive problem if you're Mark Cuban. And didn't he try to play it off as being personal? Because he was like, ah, this is it's a personal thing. Do you believe that? Personal is Andrew Wiggins. Google it. It's (laughs) personal. But this is like Kyrie throwing Mavs out of home games, Mavs fans out of home games, and you know, once again showing with him not having a contract for next season that this dude comes with more baggage than a Samsonite factory, and and yet teams still want him. And I think that you got to figure all of that out because your two best players have got to have some kind of symmetry or you're, no, you're, you're going nowhere. But with that said, with six or seven games left in the season, I think Dallas can make the run just to get in. And if they don't, Mark Cuban's really looking bad for this trade. Is Kyrie a guy you would want on your team? Like, is there a price? Uh, like, first of all, just straight up, would you want Kyrie on your team if you're trying to build a championship caliber team? Is no. Kyrie Irving a guy no. you would want no. on there? You know why? Because as much as his talent brings to the table, his attitude and his personality bring the possibility to blow it all up. And if I'm close, I can't take that risk. Wow. Now, if I'm close and I have a veteran like a LeBron James that is going to play Batman and can can basically control Robin a little bit, then it's worth considering that's why and because they're cap strapped that's who the lakers want mm-hmm. because they know that if if he goes there and especially because you can negotiate price and contract and structure it so it fits with what they already have that it makes some sense also because lebron is big brother and he he will put his foot down on kyrie whereas when kyrie runs rough shot there's no reason in hell barry that that nets team <laughs> should not have only won Jeez. but could have been devastating and yeah. instead, you look at it, and the group that they have right now with Cam, um, um, Cam Johnson, 
and uh, Mikhail Bridges and Spencer Dinwiddie, those three guys since the trade, Barry, have played more games in a Nets uniform than Harden and uh, Kyrie and um, uh, Harden, Kyrie, and Durant all played together. That's That's mind-blowing. That is mind-blowing. I didn't know that. That is insane. Yeah, the starting five for the Nets right now, Dinwiddie, Bridges, Johnson, Finney-Smith, and Claxton. And yet, there they are. I mean, look, from a young talent perspective, it's a pretty good nucleus. But bad. when you say, hey, that's all we got. Oh, by the way, and Ben Simmons was shut down for the rest of the year. Yeah. Shocker. Yeah. Ben Simmons nagging back injury. Shocker. Shocker. Ben Simmons softer than Charmin and also freaking overpaid like a mother. Wow. Yeah. Unbelievable how bad they, that trade looks in terms of all they didn't get for the guys they had. And yet they're in six. And, uh, I mean, they're clinging. That's because they. That's because the they set the table, though. The, the Nets won yeah. so many games before they blew up and imploded yeah. that they just they couldn't do they couldn't screw it up. No doubt. Uh, all right, here's your here's your last five games for the 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 five teams that we talked about in the West that are in the play-ins. And just real quickly, I'm not you know don't but just so the the T Wolves have Lakers, uh, Blazers, Nets, Spurs, and Pelicans. Uh, that's not that's not a murderer's row. Of I'd teams. say they could go four out of five there. Yeah, uh, you've got the Lakers who have obviously the the Wolves, the Rockets, the Jazz, Rockets, the, yeah. the Clippers, the Suns, and the Jazz again. The two Jazz games, mm. but that's a that's a outside of the Rockets, that's a pretty tough closing that's, stretch. That's that's a little more tedious in terms of making it interesting. Yeah, and so that's the Lakers in that group of five. Uh, you've got the Pelicans, final scheduled Nuggets, Clippers, Kings, Grizzlies, Knicks, Wolves. Ooh. Fuck. Ooh. They might go 0-6 down the stretch. Yes, they might. Like. And oh, by the way, at least they have Zion. Never mind. Ah, shit. So the Pelicans got a really tough schedule down the stretch. Uh, and then the fourth team that's currently in the four, the, the Thunder are the 10th seed in the West. They've got the Pacers, the Suns, the Warriors, the Jazz, and the Grizzlies. That's a two and three, Bye-bye. three and two stretch, right? Yeah, that's Bye-bye. a tough one. So Thanks so, for playing. You're making strides in progress. And bye-bye. So to your point, the last one on that list, the, the 11th team on the outside looking in, the Mavs, they've got the Heat. The Hawks. That's not easy. Uh, the Kings, the Bulls, and the Spurs. Three for sure, I think. Yeah, I mean, they beat the Spurs and, and the Bulls. And if probably the Kings the, solidify uh, their position, they're probably going to rest some rest guys. Is, yeah. Miami's been free-falling lately. The Hawks are okay with Quinn Snyder, but I think they could get at least three. If they get four, I think they're in. Yeah. Well, yeah, because it looks like the, the Pelicans are shit. Uh, man, the Pelicans could literally go over down the stretch and cost and the themselves Thunder are going to struggle as well, I think. Yeah. So, okay, interesting. Um, it's going to be fun uh, watching these. So now let's get to some Ask the Hammers that we've got. Uh, a lot of folks have questions for you. The queue is stacking up. We got six people or six different nice. questions for you. Uh, so let's start with the first one, which was Joe Pro hashtag Ask the Hammer. When should we just start calling it the LeBron James Memorial Play-in Game? that's outstanding pretty good yeah that's pretty good i mean i think if lebron wrote his his final chapters it wouldn't involve that but it does and he you know he blames rob palinka but let's be honest lebron's been the pseudo general manager ever since he got there and he gets what he wants and sometimes he doesn't want what he got which is russell westbrook and it completely set them back rob palinka did all he could to give him a bench 
But for this year, it ain't happening. Is there, what do you think? Will there be an award? Because, you know, we have a Kobe Bryant award, right? What award do you think will be named after LeBron James in the NBA? Uh, the load management LeBron James award, where you did load manage, but you managed to load up a bunch of accolades anyway. Nice. You're such a pro. That's just right I off mean, the cuff. That wasn't bad. Such a pro. Uh, all right. Total Dallas has two questions for you. I'll space them out. First, ask the hammer. If the Mavs are in the play-in, can they win to uh, win to move on? By the way, the Mavs started playing bad when you and Truman started this segment. <laughs> Who's Truman? Uh, me, dude. That's what you... Why are you Truman? That's my name. That's my that's my first name. You didn't know that. You didn't, didn't know my know name. That. My first name was Truman. No, because I, I would have had a field that. day. How the hell did I never know that? I don't know. I thought you knew that. Yeah, that was a long time ago. Uh, Harry S. Truman? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Harry S. Truman, first of all. Oh, S. Oh, my bad. Uh, uh, yes. I did not know that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's oh, my first name. Truth hurts, TD. I mean, once when <laughs> yeah. I told you there was a, similar to what you always know about, not enough ball to go around. Um, yeah. That's what happened with Luca and Kyrie and probably you at the home front. So it says, wow, can they move on? Uh, yeah. I'm in total Dallas. I can take that shot. Yeah. You, you said, uh, you said you think that they make the play in game. Do they move out of yeah. that into the top eight? They're fully capable. Look, I think, you know, I think as good as Denver has been in the regular season, Denver isn't really a team that I would look at and say they're intimidating and they look like, like they they're playoff tested. I think that when you know Kyrie's won a championship, when you know that Luca can shoulder an entire team and get them to the Western Conference Finals, you've got two pretty potent guys there. You've got Powell, who's a good role player. You've got some shooters. Um, Christian Wood, who Rockets fans know far too well, is far more overhyped than he is capable. But could they do something in the first round if they played Denver? Yeah. If they played Memphis, probably not. Okay. Uh, real quick, uh, Titan Hugo said that the LeBron Award should be uh, part of the Make a Wish Foundation. Wish I was number one. <laughs> That's pretty well done. Wish too, everybody Titan. would give me more accolades and make yeah. a special exemption so I could get more expensive players, even when my organization is peed down their leg trying to get me everything I asked for. Wish I had more attention than I already get. Uh, all right, Philip Barnard in the chat with a hashtag Ask the Hammer. Is seven to ten years even too soon for OKC to be more than a one-and-done thought for the playoffs? Or was the 2012 finals their only window? No. Uh, Sam Presti's done one incredible job in terms of stockpiling really good draft assets. I think there's some ridiculous number like in the next three drafts he almost controls a third of the picks. Uh, it, it's just, it's crazy how many firsts and seconds he's got to where he's going to, and people forget Chet Holmgren didn't play all year. Mm. And he was the mm. number two pick in the draft. So if you add Chet Holmgren and another top 10 pick, picks, because he has more than that, and or starts trading them to add a veteran or two here or there, I think that the window is wide open for OKC. Now you still kind of have to get over the Durant Phoenix era and figure out the Warriors and when that starts to fade. But I think that it's realistic to say in in four <laughs> years, three, four years, you could be talking about an Oklahoma City team that's ready to be one of those teams that's going to be hurt. It's not far-fetched, and this is crazy the way it sounds right now, 
But Oklahoma City and Sacramento could be two teams that are formidable, consistent playoff teams in the next three years. Dude, I'm looking. I just Googled it because of you. Uh, and I looked up. This is an article written by SI. And it says a comprehensive guide to the Thunder's future draft pick. This is I had no idea it was this insane, Joel. They've got a number one this year. And it's their own and the Clippers, they have the Thunder own the right to swap, which they're not going to. They'll they'll have a worse record than the Clippers, but you know. Um, but then they've got two second round picks. So 2023, yeah, you know, the Paul George trade got you the one. You got the multiples and then Steven Adams trade for the twos. But in 2024, they have four number one picks in the first round four picks in the first round they have their own pick the clippers pick from the paul george trade the rockets number one from the westbrook trade and the jazz from the Derek favors trade they got four and the rockets are probably going to be bad again uh and the jazz may not be all that so and then you know good lord and then the way it shakes out is that clippers is unprotected uh, which I don't think that's going to matter. Top four protected is the Rockets pick. So if the Rockets pick five, that's the Thunder's pick. And then uh, they have, let's see, OKC obtains the least favorable selection of the two. That's with the Timberwolves and Hornets in the second round. So four picks in the first round in 2024. And in 2025, they have three more first round picks. They have their own, uh, which let's see, it says Thunder have the right to swap between Houston protected top 10 or the Lakers. Oh, no, excuse me, the Clippers. Uh, but then they have the Seven, Sixers. Barry. Hmm? Seven in the next two years, even it's a crazy. GM like Rafael Stone might be able to get a couple of them. You think? They have the Sixers pick yeah. and the Heat pick in that round. It's just insane. They have three more in the 2026, two more in 2027. Like, oh, my God. Yeah, it's it's like <laughs> I said, it you know, when you hear trust the process and all that, but he had one. Sam Presti yeah, had one. He knew. And you just and then to see a team that wasn't supposed to be good yet, they were supposed to be one of the three worst teams in the league this year. <laughs> and they're fighting for a playoff spot. Yeah. And Shea Gildress Alexander looks like the real deal. And you haven't even seen Chet Holmgren yet. And all these other younger guys, and even in their rookie years, look like they're contributors. I mean, that's what you want in a rebuild. And that's why I said. Give it a little bit more time, and this team could be formidable for several years. All right, two more questions uh, from Titan Hugo. Hashtag Ask the Hammer. Who's the blame for the Lakers really not being a good team since LeBron has been there? Their only championship and real playoff team is the COVID season. To me, it's LeBron James. I mean, LeBron mm. James wanted Westbrook when you could have had Buddy Heald and I forget who the other piece was, but they would have already – oh, DeMar, DeMar DeRozan. DeMar DeRozan and Buddy Heald would have made that team a, a, a better team than a play-in team for sure. Might have been better than that. If the trade that they made, the trades they made at the trade deadline ended up getting them really good bench players that actually added to, instead of trying to get pennies on the dollar for Russell Westbrook, you would have gotten, when you look at it, the kind of return that you got if you got a DeMar DeRozan and a Buddy Heald who's a shooter and guys that can create and work around Anthony Davis and LeBron James and the way that that – uh, the, Austin, the, the kid, the white kid has, has developed 15 yeah. for the Lakers, number 15. I mean, you look at these guys and you say, that's a way better team than what we're looking at right now. But LeBron wanted Westbrook. LeBron always tells Rob Palinka and Jeannie Buss what to do and what he wants and what they have to go get. And it not work out. He starts going, well, I'm really waiting for them to do something. Well, everything they do is centered around you. It sounds like a commercial, but it's true. And yeah. it's all it's all about LeBron. 
Austin Reeves, by the way. Um, yes. All right. Funny. Last question. I said Austin, asked... the white kid, number 15. <laughs> Same thing. Um, you see him last night tell Pat Beverly he was too small to get him back for telling when Pat Beverly told LeBron he was too small. It was outstanding. <laughs> Uh, he's been he's been getting a lot of pub lately. Austin Reeves has. He's been oh, lighting he's it up paid. too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's he like uh, the kid from A and M um, that's now with the Bulls, but helped him get the championship. Mm. Um, oh, name escapes me right now. But the the Lakers have hit on a few you know randos that have turned out to be really good players. Yeah, they have. All right, Catfish. Last question says hashtag Ask the Hammer. Is it messed up that Chaz is benched today? Oh, I went on a little bit of a rant this afternoon. Um, <laughs> Did you lose your mind? What happened? Uh, you know, Jeremy's already decided as much as he's ripped Dusty Baker because they won the World Series in Dusty He Trusty. Not me. Oh, nice. Because the fact is, is that this is a guy that Chandler Rome reported in Chaz McCormick that Dusty wasn't real fond of. And Chaz <laughs> McCormick could have taken his whoopee and gone home. Instead, he grabbed his bat and his glove and he dug in and said, I'm going to show you I can be a center fielder. Then not only did he become your center fielder, he had timely hits in the playoffs. He didn't suck at the plate. More importantly, he made one of the most important catches in the history of the Astros. And the reward you get is at the start of training camp, you say, well, Dusty says, well, he's the leader right now to be the starter for this team, but we'll see. Okay. I don't know that that, that's fine because everybody wants competition. Managers like to see guys play harder. Okay. But here we are. On the one night, okay, I'm not talking about the rest of the 161. I'm talking about the ring night on national TV where everybody rewards those who were responsible for getting where you needed to go. Yeah. You know what? Chaz McCormick should be in center field just because of that. Because without him, you might not have won it. And the fact that you're sitting him is a kick in the jimmy to a guy Mm. that did everything you asked him to do and what this city and this organization needed him to do. I have a real problem with it. I'm sorry. I might be in the minority. Everybody said, oh, you're, you're hating already. It's just one game. If this was against the Oakland A's on a Wednesday night in, yeah. in May, that's one thing. This is on national TV to celebrate the banner and the World Series. And a guy that contributed big time is not playing. So a guy that didn't contribute at all is. I don't like it. And you're talking about Myers. Yes. Jake Myers. Now, the, the crazy thing to me is that you got Diaz DHing when you you very easily could have put Chaz McCormick in that spot. For like you said, if if you want Diaz to be your DH until Michael Brantley's ready, okay. But, but it's one night. Give the guy his flowers and let him be in the fucking opening lineup. I'm totally with you on that, Joel. And here's the other thing, Barry, too. If, if Myers had ripped the cover off of it in spring training, yeah. If Myers had shown you, oh, his bat's back and he looks like he's not afraid of warning tracks, walls, and diving for balls, then I would say, okay, he's probably your best defensive center fielder. We haven't seen any of that to give you any indication this is pre-multiple injury Jake Myers and the mental hopscotch that he plays on a at-bat and outfielding opportunity basis. Why are you putting him in the starting lineup tonight? Yeah, I, I think they love them some Jake Myers, but, I mean, the fact of the matter is Chaz McCormick puts up better numbers uh, as an Astro than than Jake Myers does. So, I don't know, maybe it's a – And the deep... guy that loved him that kept calling him the center fielder of the future was James Click, and he's gone. Yeah. So, clean slate, but fresh evaluation time. This yeah. dude ain't who he was when he got called up, and he's not giving you what you need to be in the starting lineup you think, tonight. You think both of these guys are on the roster by the trade after the trade deadline? I think one of them's gone. I honestly believe that. 
unfortunately, I think it's probably better for Chaz that he gets to a place yeah. where they believe in him more and will give him the opportunities he deserves. From a center field perspective, I think there's it's the likelihood that Jake is on the Sugarland Space Cowboys more so than it is that he's on this roster just because of the fact that I don't believe that he's got over the gun shy outfielding and the the deer in the headlights hitting that we saw at the end of last season that got him sent down mm-hmm. and yet they still because James Click is there they put him on the playoff roster as like a pinch runner but realistically he completely blew where he was and started from square one and I don't think this team has patience enough to wait for him to try and get back there again thoughts that Dylan Cease would destroy Chaz I mean look it, it that doesn't matter Dylan Cease can destroy a lot of people. Yeah. The the point is, is to, to Joel's point, uh, the you're rewarding the guy for being an integral part. Not, not you know, the regular That's season right. be damned. For being an integral, crucial part of, of a world championship. And, and in the World Series, like you said, that catch. I mean, come on. You got to give that guy. Let that man run out there on ring night. It has nothing to do. He could go 0 for 4. I wouldn't give a fuck. I'm with you, Joel. Let that dude go out there and at least be able to tip his cap and, you know, them show the highlight of him catching it when his first AB. And that's, dude, that's all he, that's all that man probably really wants right now. Um, this is why the dickheads need to appreciate when you get on your soapbox and your sermons. They need to pass the plate around and they need to support Barry on Dick because I of the fact that when he speaks, especially I'm baseball, you. I'm gonna be this is what he does. Mic. Um, All right, uh, real quick, and then we have you here for NBA, no, but fine. you and I love talking baseball together, bro. We love Did it. you do your – I was thinking about this on the way in. Did you do your 1,900-page manifesto that's, I did not. Uh, that's 10 chapters of This Week in Baseball? I did not. This was I didn't do it last year either. I haven't this year. I legit I thought about it. I was, but I just have not had the time, dude. With especially with uh, the the three events I have in like seven days, I was stupid and yeah, I just didn't have. The time I was to looking forward to taking up all of my storage space on my laptop. Shut up. Uh, you good with Pena as the at the leadoff spot until Altuve gets back? I think nope. this is a mistake. I'm sure, I'm not. I think it should be Tucker. That's I think I think Ooh, Kyle see, Tucker. But we we disagree there. Okay, uh, go ahead. Okay, who who you got? No, you go first. You're the guy. I got Alex Bregman. That's a I have stupid Alex Bregman. take. <laughs> Alex Bregman has the best plate discipline uh-huh. of any guy not named Jose Altuve right now in the lead up for the leadoff spot. Also, Jeremy Pena, when he was at his best, was in the two hole. Jeremy Pena struggled when he was down lower in the lineup. And that's where he didn't want to go. So now. If there's one thing where injuries play a part in this in a positive way, from a Pena standpoint, because Brantley's hurt, you can put him where he wants to be in the two hole. But now you put more pressure on him when you put him at leadoff and you don't protect him enough like Jordan was able to protect him when he was in the two hole. And I think that he struggles with breaking pitches as it is. And teams are going to not give him a whole lot to see. And he's going to probably flail a lot at the plate. I think it's a bad look. I think it's a bad choice. Yeah, I'm with you on that. Uh, strikeouts are still too high for me. I mean, he's just coming off of a rookie campaign, a great rookie campaign, but he struck out 135 times in 136 games. That's a, that's a little steep for me to be your leadoff hitter. Um, I think that the, the, my case for Kyle Tucker as your leadoff is, and I've been, I was on this for last year, uh, ever since Springer left, really, and it was, you know, uh, it was. It, remember when I said that they should move Bregman to the three hole? 
and a guy told me I didn't know shit about baseball. You oh, you caught hell, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, And then shortly after that, they had did it, and uh, I was like, or maybe it was moving he Springer to the one. I don't remember which one it was, but yeah. I still go back to that Facebook post. I'm like, it's the on the ESPN page. And I'll be like, hey, how's it going? This this worked out pretty well. Um, I This is why I think Kyle Tucker should be the leadoff spot. One, he's got he's got great plate discipline. Uh, is it as good as Bregman's? Not, not as good, but he's got more speed, more power. Um, I think, and he's a lefty. You can you, you go that lefty righty, lefty righty thing that Dusty loves to do. He reminds mm-hmm. me a lot of, in a lot of ways of Springer, um, and maybe with maybe with a little better or little uh, better strikeout ratio. So I, I to me it makes a lot more sense because then, like you said, if you want to put Pena in the two hole because that's where he thrived, great. And I would have no problem with uh, with Bregman being after Abreu or or you know well, after Jordan if you wanted to do that. You're gonna have Abreu after Alvarez, but I mean, to I got no problem with the Bregman being that low in the order. I, I'm fine. To with your that. point, then you take away the shift. That's another added bonus to a Tucker yeah. that doesn't have to go boom or bust, home run or strikeout. Now, now he can hit line drives. He's got a better chance to get on base because of them, and he's going to be a more formidable bat in your lineup. So I hear what you're saying. I think it's. I thought it should have been between those two guys and leave yeah. Pena in the two hole. I hope we're wrong and they get it right. But yeah. I'm going to keep a close eye on it because I really believe that I think Pena's going to get uncomfortable because I think he's going to feel a lot of pressure like he did last year trying to replace Correa. Tons of pressure. And, man, when you look at this lineup, Pena, Bregman, Alvarez, Abreu, and Tucker, that's just right now. Because they still get Uncle Mike back, and they're going to get Altuve back. And Tuve, yeah. Just ridiculous. Just, and that's why they're the favorite in the West. So speaking of that, and I'm going to let you go here. We got to, we're going to bounce here in just a second. Um, how do you see this season's baseball shaking out? Who do you got representing the NL and the AL in the World Series, and other thoughts that you may have randomly? I think the only thing that can derail this Astros team from making another trip to not only the League Championship Series, but probably another appearance in the World Series. It's just injuries. I, I think that right now we're just seeing some nagging injuries. McCullers is going to do what McCullers does, but as long as he's ready to do what he can do later in the season, he's fine. I think these young pitchers are ready to take the next step, especially the top two in the rotation. But I think, like you just said, that offensive line, lineup is too formidable and better than it was a year ago that if Brantley is still hitting 300, I don't care if he only hits doubles. And you add a guy like Abreu who, you know, everybody says, well, he used to be an MVP. What is he now? Well, put him in the middle of this lineup, seeing better pitchers with more guys on base. And I'll show you what he can do now. He yeah. gives you a better chance to, to, to win, in a re- especially in the regular season, than a bad season last year from Yuli. And oh, by the way, the I, know we, I know we heard this with Trey Mancini, but it's a right-handed bat with that short uh, Crawford boxes. Yeah. Yeah. His production, what Dipsy may have had. And it was still really good. What Dipsy may have had, you might see a slight uptick again just because of that. I think it's Astros Braves. I think Astros get revenge, and I think that they beat the Braves this time. Um, I think that the Braves are a really good young team, and they're not going anywhere. I think there's a little extra motivation for the Astros in a couple of ways. One, you solidify your legacy as a dynasty and more. If you not only have won two, but then you win three, and you also do a back-to-back, which hasn't been done since the late 90s, early 2000 Yankee team, which is regarded as a dynasty. And you also get revenge on the team that beat you previously so that they'll be fired up for that. But when you talk about all the teams that have been able to repeat, 
and you talk about a team that's now won three and set the record for consecutive American League Championship Series appearances and five World Series appearances and you're three and two. You look at all those things combined and you say, this is one of the best teams on a run in the history of the game. That's overlooked for these franchises. That's the motive you want with a team that could get complacent winning. And I think that's why this team will do it again. Well, um, I, I agree with you on all counts. Uh, last thing I'll say, because I never, I didn't do even a, I mean, I had uh, Dez from Apollo Media on the show. We talk baseball, but yeah. I'll say this, and you heard it here first. I, I think the Dodgers uh, get bounced in the wild card round. I don't think the Dodgers are make the playoffs. I, I was going to say, I don't think the Dodgers are nearly as good as people are giving them credit for. Uh, when you look at that lineup, it ain't the same Dodgers team. They've you let Trey a, Turner walk. You're yeah. playing Max Muncie at third base instead of yeah. Justin Turner. <laughs> yeah. and, and now you're hoping to God that Freddie Freeman hasn't taken a step back and Mookie, Mookie Betts' video guy gets him back to cheating where he needs yeah. to be so he can hit 300. I and mean, pitching maintain and their pitching yeah. staff. Yeah, Kershaw's so, a year older. I'm glad I'm not the only one. Walker, back. Who did you pick for the World Series? Um, You know what? I, I, have, I'm, I'm, I hate to agree with you. I have a tough time yeah, thinking so any. Easy. I have a tough time thinking anybody in the NL is going to be better than Atlanta. I really like. I'm, I I'm, thought the Mets might be the best team money could buy, but already Verlander's on the IL. Andrew, and you got Diaz is gone for yeah. Diaz is out for yep. the season, and um, I mean, just I, I don't think they're, they're going to have much competition. It's going to be the Braves and the Mets in that division. Phillies added Turner, but they lost Reese Hodgins. Who Hodgins, in the Central is beating the getting. Braves? Right? Like, you got the Braves in the East. Yeah, the Mets might give them a run. Okay. Ain't nobody in the Central going to be better than the Braves. And really, Phillies nobody out West. Coming the off Padres. the World Series. Phillies yeah. could have been a wild card team and, and a little bit more. But you don't know when you're getting Bryce Harper back. And you lost Reese Hod- Hodgkins for the year. Yeah. Your pitching staff, you thought were getting better. But your your stud young arm is on the I.L., yeah, I don't. I don't see that as a formidable. The, the only team that I think is has the talent to, and and it wouldn't surprise me if this happened. But I think the Padres, the Padres win the no West, question. and that, if the Padres can get some decent pitching, I think that they could, they could be the new Braves. In that, you know, the Braves when they were a little bit younger a couple years ago, when you know when they beat the Astros and this, that, and the other, it was like, oh man, this team is going to be crazy. That could very well be the Padres, but a if little bit If you had older. Xander Bogarts at, to a team that has that Soto, crazy? but he didn't hit last year Ridiculous. with Manny Machado, and, oh, by the way, Fernando Tatis is coming back 30 games in, and he's going to have to yeah. play center field because they don't have a place for him, yeah. that's a pretty formidable offensive lineup as well. I think if it's not the Braves, it's the Padres, and I think if it's not the Astros, it's the Yankees. Yeah. Ooh, I'll disagree there. I okay. think if it's not the Astros, it's either Toronto or Seattle. Seattle spent all that money to try and catch the Astros. Yeah. Toronto just hasn't been able to get over the hump, but they have a really good team, and they got a good combination of veterans and youth. I'd say it was between those two teams before the Yankees. There you go. I love talking baseball just as much as I love talking basketball with the man, the hammer right there. That is Joe Blake. Follow him on Twitter at Pac-Man Joel with a K. Listen to him on the Killer Bees on ESPN Radio here in Houston, Texas on ESPN 97.5 from noon to 3, Monday through Friday. My friend, enjoy opening night. Uh, I will be uh, rooting for your... Um, what are you? What was your team? Your, the Brewers, right? You were a Brewers fan. In the National League. I mean, I grew up a Brewers yeah, okay. fan, but they're in the National League, so that's okay. Uh, the, and they're so they're cheap, it doesn't game. matter. That's true. Um, they're going to trade two starting pitchers before the deadline when they're a game out of first place because that's what they do. 
Uh, all right. Well, I will see you next week then, my friend. I'll talk to you soon. Uh, let's make sure everybody passes the plate for Reverend Truman. And Reverend. if you can, give more than a couple cents if you can. Hey, I'm for $18.33. He there it is. That's the hammer, you guys. Job, I appreciate you, buddy. Thank you so much, man. That is Job Lang. Make sure you go listen, follow, support, hang out. The deckheads know and love him. Uh, for those of you that are new, that's my dude, man. We did uh, we did radio for almost three-plus years uh, in this city and had a great time doing it. So uh, go follow him, Reverend Truman. Yep, that's official now. Damn it, Joel. <laughs> All right, that is the end of the show. That's a weird show. That's a short show. That's a that's a quick show. Um, yeah, that was that was crazy. I don't know what that was about. But um, I, I appreciate you guys hanging in there. Sorry, sorry for the short show. Rev House has competition. I'm the minister of laughs. Um, man, look, I appreciate you guys. Uh, Joel, thank you for the cheers, buddy. Uh, Terrence, thank you for the biddies as well. Much appreciated. Thank you for hanging out with me. Thank you for being here, you guys. Thanks, everybody, for the thankful Thursdays and the water bill Wednesdays. CC, I love you to death. I will see you guys Saturday. Saturday! I'll see you guys Saturday at Kobo's. If not, I'll talk to you on Monday. I hope you have a great weekend. Uh, until I see you, do me three favors. Be safe, be kind, and most importantly, love each other. All right. I'll see y'all either Saturday or Monday. Have a great weekend, everybody. Go Astros. Enjoy the baseball. And, uh, yeah. I don't think we have a raid. Is Bash on? Oh, Bash, a really good raid. Let's see. Grand Becca, Shelly. No, let me go to my uh, channel here. Oh my God, I gotta pee so bad. Hurry, hurry. Who are all these peoples? I don't know any of these people. What is this? Uh, Twitch Sports is offline. Rowdy time, Miss T, Better Network, CJ, BA, Grandpa, Chelly. Yeah, let's raid Chelly God. Let's go raid Chelly God. Let's do that. Yep, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, what's Chelly God doing? He looks like he's gambling probably. That's cool. All right, let's go raid Chelly God. And you guys. Have a great uh, night and weekend. All right. Say hi to Chili. And uh, I'll see y'all. I'm going to see you. Bye, guys. Come on, y'all raid with him. Go say hi to him. Chili's the man. I won my only hockey bet ever because of Chili. Go say hi. All right. Later. Eddie's making a YouTube video!